Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the hot and sweaty of the UK detailing community. It's 30 degrees in my office. I'm not built for the heat and there's a fan on in the background. Just give me a break. I've even I've got my I've got no top on and I've got a cold wet cloth on the back of my neck. Okay, I'm not particularly happy. Anyway, this is season three, episode twelve. Don't put it off, just do it. My name is an angry, hot Specky McSporran, and I'm joined as usual by my good friend and slightly cooler co-host, Mr. Paul Dolden. Welcome back to another tropical uh, edition of the podcast. <laughs> it is finally summer. Yeah, those two weeks in Great Britain and in that other place, what's it called? Um, Scotland, that's it. D- no, um, no, 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 no. Don't make out Scotland to be not part of Great Britain. How dare you? We have already had Brexit. We're not having Scots it. Or whatever you want to call it now. No, no. Well, well. thanks to one of the crankies mixing it up, we, we haven't got a clue where you are. So anyway, <laughs> thanks, Nicola. Um, enjoy, the, enjoy the jail time. <coughs> Sorry. Went all political there. Uh, mm-hmm. So welcome back to the rather hot and sweaty edition of the podcast. Um, those of you who are out there doing balloting detailing, um, you know, I really do feel for you because I've had a real week of it this week. But we'll move on to the news in a bit. So unusually, this is... Normally, we get together and talk about topics, you know, weeks and weeks before. Loads of planning. You can imagine the planning. We've got our own office for planning. <laughs> what what do you t- mean, we plan? What do you mean, we? Well, I meant the royal we. Oh, right. Uh, so, wait, well, no, that means you, but you still don't do any of the planning. No. Uh, I just take the credit. Okay, I'll start that <laughs> sentence again. When Specky plans podcasts, <laughs> I give ideas. And this one's my idea. Honestly, this is all yours, baby. It yep. is. Uh, and you can read out the title. And we'll talk about that in a minute. We've got the news to go through first. Uh, have you got any news first? Because obviously you're the main man, and I know you've got news. There's always news. I love how you're trying to you know, get me involved here. It's like, this is my baby, but I might, I might as well involve Specky somehow. It's funny, because I've just, I've just had baked potatoes, and this <laughs> one's really hot, so I'll just throw it over to you. <laughs> Uh, the only piece of news I don't I don't have a video right now because um, what? Well, issues last week, Paul. You know why I couldn't do much last week. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I had to look after my my, my elderly father, so I, did, I didn't indeed. get any filming done. So yeah, I'm behind the times on a video. I will get a video at some point. Um, so anyway, no. The, the main piece of news I want to talk about this week is to do with Halfords. Now you'll know about this, but maybe some other people won't. I want to uh, bring up, this came from a, a message and also from a, a visit that I had into uh, Halfords recently. Anyway, let me just Start, talk about this have message. Have you started here. camping? You bought a, you bought a four-man tent? Uh, <clears throat> no, no, no. I actually went in, I'll tell you, I, I went in to buy uh, a new bottle of Meguiar's Wash Plus, you know, the abrasive shampoo. Yep, yeah, another one. Um, because I, I was buying that to plan to use that to help me prep a panel for for some filming uh so that's why i was in there and that's why i had a wee look around every now and then i like to just have a wee saunter around there and look and see what what's changed anything new going on the the layout was a bit different and i got a message just a day later and it leads up to what, what we're talking about here. So I got this message on Instagram from one of our followers and listeners. Hi, Specky. Popped into my local Halfords today, and I was surprised to find Halfords are stocking their own advanced range. Looks pretty slick, and Ooh. found that they are clearing the remaining stock of Autobrite. I asked a Halfords member of staff and inquired why the change, to which he said the Halfords advanced range 
is basically rebottled Auto Bright because they saw how well that we're selling in store. I will have to go back and check out the full range myself, but they offer a varied selection, including ceramic foam sealant. And then underneath, he wrote, whether this is true or not, I don't know. Now, this is something I want to talk about for a minute, because there's a lot of speculation about who is actually making the Halfords advanced range of products. Now, I will admit, they do look not bad. They come in black bottles. Uh, they have black labels with Halfords advanced on them, you know. Um, and, you know, they're, they're trying to make them look a little bit more upmarket. You, you know the yeah. usual Halfords range. It's all that lime green bottles, you know. Yeah. They're all lime green. And, you know, their shampoo, the only shampoo they do is a wash and wax. Well, in here, now with the advanced range, you've got their premium shampoo. Uh, and they've got a few other bits and pieces. They've got that ceramic foam sealant they've got uh, all-purpose cleaners they've got quick detailers and so on so you know i thought to myself it's maybe not a bad idea i'm interested to find out about this auto bright direct situation well before i got a chance to go and look into that i was getting some messages from our good friend the uh, building extension himself steve mcmahon geeky yes. detail reviews and he said that news had been going all around on the TCB Facebook page, the Car Boutique Facebook page. Uh, everyone was talking about this. And some said it wasn't Auto Bright at all. Uh, it could actually be Auto Finesse. The reason wow. that See, I did this say was... That. I did say that earlier in a message, you, didn't I? You did, yeah. So here's the interesting thing. Steve managed to get hold of the MSDS, that's the Material Safety Data Sheets. These are provided for every chemical product pretty much that you can buy. You can request them from the manufacturer. And it gives you the safety information about the chemicals that are included in the bottle. And he looked to find out where the, the product was being made. And right at the bottom, at the very end, it said that the contact information situation was for a company or a, a place in Germany. And this would have tied in quite nicely with the fact that Auto Finesse had recently set up uh, a new distribution centre in Germany. Ah. And I wondered, maybe putting two and two together... You got six. Maybe this is... Yeah, you might get six. So this is really interesting. The fact is, we don't know for sure. Now, I know someone who has actually gone out and bought a few of their products. And they have basically... <laughs> this is how we find these things out. This person, and I won't say who it is because I don't want to get them into any trouble or anything. I'm not I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not trying to say that what they're saying is 100% true or false or correct or not correct. However, they poured out the products from the black Halfords Advanced bottles into clear bottles yep. just to have a look and see what the product is. And what this person has come up with is that it is actually from Achem. They said this is exactly the same quick detailer color and smell everything like that as the the one from achem which i cannot for the name remember what it, what it's called but there's a bunch of them out there on the market which this it's a good quality quick detailer uh, because people use it from other brands many times it's a a popular white label product but he says this is basically achem's quick detailer which is available on the market under many many other different names in some situations, cheaper than Halfords are offering it. So what's the idea behind this move? Why why have I done this? Why get rid of auto finesse and then start up in Germany? Is it is it cost cutting? Is it a rebranding exercise? 
See, I, I think, I think personally, and this is purely an opinion situation, I don't want anyone to take anything from this and say, oh, Speck and Paul said this, so it must be true. We're speculating on the whole situation. We don't know for sure, but it is interesting. I think personally what's happened is they have seen that some of the, what we might call boutique brands or enthusiast brands of car care products are, are definitely becoming more popular. We're, we're seeing, you know, uh, Halfords themselves have introduced newer brands into their range. So we saw originally it was just, uh, you know, it was Autoglim and Carplan and things like that. Yeah, and Maguire's. Yep. Yeah, now we're seeing, you know, they've got uh, Chemical Guys, they've got Autobrake Direct and uh, some others, got G3 Pro. Now, Auto Finesse were there for a while. They were there for a few years. Now they're gone. But I think... You know, they want a piece of the action for themselves. So if they, instead of buying in a product from a supplier, from a, you know, a, a distributor, instead of that, they're getting their own products made up and aiming them to the slightly higher end buyer. Not, not high end as in what we would call high end, but high end for Halfords. Because, you know, Halfords is the kind of place that you go there and you just buy, you know, relatively cheap bits and pieces but they have been expanding the range. I think now they want a piece of the action for themselves and they're going to make more profit on products that they have had made for them and are able to buy them in at a good price rather than going to an other company, for example, Auto Finesse, Auto Break Direct and so on, and asking them, can you sell us, can we buy X amount of products? And they've got to have a certain amount of product uh, profit and We've heard this about Halfords that they're pretty, they're pretty rough when it comes to the kind of margin that they're trying to make. They really seem, from what I've heard from a few people in the industry, they squeeze and they want to get, they basically want to pay the lowest amount to get products in so that they can slap on the biggest reasonable markup to be able to make profit on it. So I think they're looking at this and they're saying, I'm not just going to go and buy products from x y and z company i'm going to have some made for myself and it's now it's i'm going to get 100 percent of the profits for this or at least as much as you know not having to worry about paying the price from a distributor who has already had to pay a certain price from the supplier and so on and so on you know there's always more and more and more yeah I mean, the more the more stages there are the more the less opportunity there is for margin for for profit margin isn't there yeah, I think it's going to be good for the consumer or the, or the guys and girls that want to get into the detailing. It's going to be good because it's off the shelf and it's readily available. Most people don't want to start trawling the interweb because they get just get bogged down and completely confused. So in that respect, it's going to be good for the consumer. For the other brands, maybe not. They, they might lose out on sales because they're obviously going to pitch this stuff maybe at the end of the aisle. They're going to have a special on on whatever they're going to do, the snow foam that week, you know, APC. They're going to make their money somewhere. From a business perspective, from for Halfords, yeah, great idea, and for the consumer in a certain way. But for the smaller brands that are trying to get this this stuff sort of into the mainstream shops, apart from being on Instagram and Facebook and on the web, it's going to be tough for them. But business is business, I suppose, and that's why they've done it. Sadly, yes. I mean, you know, I I got excited when Halfords started improving their their product range, and then this almost feels like a backward step for the community for for someone who is more into detailing than just the average joe who's looking for a small upgrade it is good for those people i i, I don't 
disagree with that. But from what I've been hearing, the the markup and the, the price that they're selling, for example, their quick detailer, it is more expensive than another company who sells the exact same product, which comes from the exact same chemical manufacturer. They're selling it for mm. more money than you'll get yeah. it elsewhere. So they're they're almost gouging the price. I I heard from a friend that this quick detailer made by whichever company, I can't remember who it is, is available through another brand, which is a, a decent, reputable brand, and they're selling it for like £6 a bottle, but Halfords are selling it for a tenner a bottle. Now, I can't be 100% sure on that, because like I said, I'm only getting certain bits of information here, and I'm sure Halfords... They like Rubery, that is. <laughs> I, I don't think... Halfords are going to want to come forward and say, yeah, sure, we use this company. Because how many actual brands come forward and tell you who they actually get to make their products? No, they they don't do that. Very few, isn't there? No. There are some, there are some brands, but not every one of them. So again, we are, we're speculating here. We're making best guess situations and information here. I will say this, their citrus pre-wash, it's a 10 or a bottle. You can't dilute it, or at least... On the instructions, oh, really? there's no dilution uh, ratios. It's well. a ready-to-use citrus pre-wash. Yeah, well, that's that, that's that's the market. That's the, the the guys and girls they're aiming for, isn't it? It's a, yeah. You know, the people that are new to it and they don't want to be messing around with dilution rates because it's it's going on a car. Oh, what yes. do I do? Is it one to one? Is it like you know one to ten? I don't really know, and and I understand it, but yeah, I, I do agree. Um, it's a bit of a knock for the for the brands. It is. I, I honestly, I'm interested to find out what you guys at home think about this. If it's something you're interested in at all, if it's somewhere, if there's something that we're missing here that you think that we haven't really talked about this, because I do mm. think it's quite interesting. You know, at the end of the day, the UK detailing scene, it, the car care scene in general, it has seen a big uptick in uh, popularity. We're seeing a lot more people more giving more care and attention and time on their cars. They want to try different things. We've seen it with our YouTube channels. We're seeing more views, more people asking questions. It's becoming, it's starting to become the norm. Whereas the norm 20 years ago was a 10 liter builder's bucket, a sponge and a bottle of zip wax, you know, or, or triple wax shampoo. That was it. There wasn't anything else there. That was the norm. Now we are kind of moving away from bucket and sponge and a, and a wash and wax situation. Now people are asking, what is a snow foam? I can buy a snow foam lance in Halfords. I can buy a 20 litre bucket and a grit guard. Why do I need these things? It's because there is more market there available to these people. And people like ourselves and our colleagues on, on social medias and YouTube and so on are doing a great job of putting that information out there. So with greater access to information is going to lead a change in the society of, of how we do things and what becomes normal. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm really, I'll, I'll, I don't know if it's going to stick around. If, if they're getting rid of Autobrite Direct, that's going to be a kick in the teeth. But then yeah. again, they might not be getting rid of them. Maybe Auto, Autobrite have said, you know, this is, it, you're asking too much for your, your discounts and so on for buying in products. We're not making enough money in mm. Halfords. We're going to pull out. Maybe that was the same, same situation with Auto Finesse. I don't know. Uh, I think one thing will always stick around in, in Halfords is going to be Auto Glim. And if you go in and buy Auto Glim products, you're never going to buy a bad product. No, that is true. That is very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Apart from maybe the Aqua Blade. Don't. 
Oh, don't, 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 no, don't no, unless you're going to get a window cleaner around, obviously. Or, or the, sh- yeah, or the chamois. Yeah, get the aqua blade for doing your windows. That's fine. For like windows in your house. Yeah, it's good. It's like yeah. a squeegee. Or but, shower. Or, yeah, or shower. Yes. But don't, don't, don't use it on your car. I love, no. I love auto glim, but I don't, I hate saying it, but don't, don't buy the aqua blade. No, no, no. Don't, don't buy that. No. <laughs> so, um, any social news on your, on your, um, in your, in your camp, shall I say? So I don't I don't think there's much to be to be perfectly honest. Right, that's enough um, about you. More about me. Right, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew um, that was coming. <laughs> so it's been a very very busy week this week for, for numerous reasons. Um, so we're recording this on a Thursday evening, and tomorrow I have got the. It's quite a task. This is. Um, I'm driving a wedding car now. If you've been following me on Instagram, uh, you'd have seen my son's E28, and uh, this was a task I had. Um, the last time I saw it was when we went to Snetterton, which was a touring car. We Wait, what's an E? For for people who don't know, what's an E twenty eight? Okay, it's a BMW, a BMW five series, nineteen eighty five, classic, modern classic. Yeah, it's a yes, lovely yes. looking car, beautiful looking car. However, yes. um, when it was delivered, uh, it wasn't so beautiful because we'd been to watch the British touring car at Snetterton Race Circuit, which is about an hour and a half from where we live. Came back to the car and because it's in a field, it looked like it'd done a safari rally. <laughs> and then he parked it under a tree, and because tree sap and everything else on it, bird shit, you name it, awful task. So mm-hmm. I've been on nights this week, so I thought the only way I can do this is in the afternoons. However, there is a slight problem with that, and that's that big burning ball of gas in the sky known as the sun. Um, <laughs> so it's was, a rare sight for many, but, you know, well, it happens. Well the, well, the first day was pretty good. Um, it was quite mm-hmm. dull until late afternoon. And just as I was drying the car in the drying stages, um, the drying towels, or towel, sorry. Um, it, it kind of the sun come out. And I was like racing around the car to get rid of the water, and luckily I got it done just in the, you know, just in the nick of time. Now this is a new video, and it's for Valet Pro, so it's a sponsored video. Here you go. Put my hands up. Sponsored. Bosch. All about board. Mm-hmm. Bosch. Um, and it's it's to do with their microfiber range. However, obviously during the, you can't just do a video on microfibers because people would just fall asleep. They would just go <laughs> right. Okay. That's used for wax, that's used for compound, that's used for cleansers, that's used for the glass, that's used for dirty jobs. So I've incorporated the microfibers in this video. So that's what I've been doing this week. I finally got it done yesterday on the Wednesday evening. I walked in the door about half past eight, had a quick cup of tea and went back out the door to work. Um, But it really has been fighting the sun. Now everyone's going to go, oh Paul, for God's sake, just buy a blooming gazebo. We will Mm. be talking about this in the topic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> today's <laughs> this evening's show about putting things off and i know that so i thought i've got an idea i'll go and grab one of the umbrellas from out the back of the house <laughs> which is so, which is like a beer garden umbrella yes. by the way so i put something up on instagram beer garden detailing and it worked it really does work i had shade so when it came to wax in the car obviously nobody can put wax on in the sunlight i wouldn't recommend it um, I've got the Valet Pro Mad Wax. I've never used it before. Uh, oh, consist- yeah, I saw that. Yeah, consistency-wise and appearance-wise, it looks like a tub of clotted cream. Um, in fact, I was tempted to stick a strawberry in it at one point because uh, it does. Is it look actually like- that runny, like liquidy? It, no, it's not. It's like buttery, but it's buttery. Pr- it's proper buttery. So. It's single-stage paint. It doesn't react well to sealants. It doesn't react well to hybrid QDs. It doesn't react very well to a lot of things to be honest with you so and a wax See. this is a montan wax not carnauba ah, right. so 
kind of need two coats or plenty of overlapping. Uh, the cure time is five minutes. It's pretty easy stuff to use, but because it's single stage, when you stand back, you can actually see where you've waxed. You've kind of got to hit two coats, but I managed to get it done and the car looks fantastic. My son's over the, over the moon with it. And this video was all shot with a new camera lens and people think, well, that's easy. Just bolt a new camera lens on. Hmm. Not as easy as I message you in a week because the one I've got um, it does a thing called focus hunting. And if you're familiar with people that make videos and you watch a video and, and the, the screen suddenly goes in and out, it basically looks like you're watching something you're in your half cut. Because um, it's, it's yes. like, and so I've had to. <laughs> it's a great way of describing it, actually. It's not it does, wrong. Isn't it? It's like, is there something wrong in my eyes? Oh, no, it's that. It's a shit video. <laughs> um, so I've had to really concentrate and shoot everything on manual focus on manual aperture and everything else it's been a bit of a task but i've really enjoyed it and i've enjoyed doing the video so the, the videos will get better i'm sure people they might remark on it because a lot of people watch we've, we've discussed before they watch videos on mobile phones while having a crap to be honest with you don't they yeah 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 uh, on the ipad you know when you're in bed because there's nothing let's face it telly's just dead you might just cut the plug off your telly because it's absolutely garbage <laughs> I agree. It's just shocking. It's getting worse. If I see one more repeat, the poxy repair shop, honest to God, it's awful. So get yourself on YouTube. Watch videos. Support support YouTubers. This is the way forward. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So tomorrow on the Friday, I will do my wedding car duties. I will be putting on a three-piece suit, and I will be taking the bride and the, the groom and the bride and the, the dad, and I'll be... Sticking the ribbons on the BMW, and this is a funny thing. My son said to me, "Before you go, he said, can you just shoot an audio clip?" And because my son's had a new exhaust put on another one, money pit BMW. It's, it sounds nice, though. It, it does, does sound, sound nice. nice. He said, "Let it warm up and give it give it some revs for the video." I said, "Yeah, not a problem. I put the shotgun mic on the camera. I'll do it in the morning." He said, "Also, when you drive to the venue, give it hell." I said, "Harvey." <laughs> I got a ribbon on the front. It, I'll get there. It will look like silly string, but I'll get there. But the, the funny I was going to joke about it and say you're going to be like, right. Okay, no, we'll just take a gentle drive. First gear, full throttle, dump the clutch. Well, it's, a, it's an it's an automatic, and um, it's a lovely. Car, oh no, that's a yeah, real disappointment. It, 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 actually, it still does. It still does. It still does burnouts. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently. Um, but he said, um, yeah, yeah, you know. I said, look, I'm in limo mode. I've got to behave like a proper limo driver. And if anyone asks, no, I'm not wearing a top hat. It has got a sunroof, so I could stick my head out. But the funny thing is, it's going to be about 20 or degrees, and the front windows don't work. So <laughs> it's, so I said, okay. Um, so the back windows work. Yeah, that's not a problem, because there's something wrong with the actuators in the front, old 80s electrics. It's 1985, for God's sake. But it's got a, um, a proper sunroof that, is electric and it opens up fully. So I've got a choice. I can either cook my nether regions driving there or have the sunroof up and cook the bride or have the sunroof open and then we'll have a Barbie as a bride because she'll be windswept. I'm, I'm I torn. Hate, I hate I hate to say it, it sounds like a proper Essex wedding, to be honest. No, it's actually, I've looked at the venue and it looks stunning. It looks really, really nice. I'm actually really looking forward to it. And there's a good reason I get to sit down and have a drink. Can you <laughs> not, can you not like get, um, you know, those, can you get a sign writer to write the names 
of the bride and groom on the sunstrip on the front of the car when you I, turn up, you know. I I did think about putting a sun visor on there because it was, you know, but, and yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, I've got to be on best behaviour as well. So P's and Q's, you know, open the doors and all that sort of stuff. Um, I've had to do, obviously, it's funny thing is when you're doing cars, you just, we shoot videos and you, you're doing bits because you think, that's you don't do it just because you're a detailer. You do it because you don't want to miss bits in the video. So if you see something, I better get. Oh that yeah, because someone will just call you out on it. it, it, it you know, the you, comments will be like, "You missed a bit." Yeah, you guys and girls <laughs> listening, it is a thing. When you say you've missed a bit, it is a thing. We understand this, oh, and it's yes. in our heads, and it's it's on our hands, to, literally in our hands, to, to do things. Yes, and one of the things I was conscious of because it's an old eighties car. It's got like um, this. No, this isn't a euthism. It's got greasy latches. Uh, <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? I, I really don't trust you right now. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bit like me on a Friday night. It's well oiled. Um, oh god! <laughs> so I've got to be careful. So I've had to do every, you know, all the door shuts, under the doors, up the back of the doors. People will listen to this going, oh, that's just a given. I do. I take the engine out when I detail my car. <laughs> I I polish the sump nut. No. Um, we, we Literally, I, I've had to go through all the interior and everything and make sure everything is just pristine, the glass inside and out. And thanks to Valet Pro for, for providing, providing all the chemicals and the microfibers. Big shout out to Greg and the team. So, there yeah, that's what I've been doing. So that's, that's my news. All right. No funny uh, stories this week, but I'm sure there will be next, next time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> tune in next week for the after story of paul's episode of driving in the heat my, my, <laughs> my greasy latch and my skid marks <laughs> you're gonna get out of the car and you're gonna be like naked from the waist down because it's too hot in the car <laughs> well smathers, smathers my lovely wife smathers already said you're gonna drive in a t-shirt and i'm like hell yeah i'm not sitting in a whistling flute <laughs> with a blooming tide up you know and get out just got these Sweat rings underneath me, 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 yeah, me lovely pristine white um, shirt. What mm-hmm. I am worried about is I've got brogue shoes. You know, go have some snazzy shoes for a wedding, Ooh, and they're, they're the always brogues. slippery, aren't they? Underneath, it's just like, whoop. oh, sorry, yes. whoop. oh, sorry. They are. God, you're going to be like, oh, Agador Spartacus from the the Birdcage. That's what you're going to be like. Uh, if you haven't seen that film, go and check out that film. It's fantastic. Um, I, I did run into an issue. Um, this was not on a video or anything, but I did post it on my Instagram a wee while ago. While my, my dad was not well um, and I was looking after him, he was sleeping. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to go and wash his car. It's looking a bit filthy. So I brought my pressure washer and a few bits and bobs over to his house and, and I washed it in situ and yeah, everything seemed to be going well. I was using the new Ava pressure washer. I used AM Details um, bubbles, but it was the festive bubbles, the minty bubbles uh, shampoo. I used that in the snow foam lance to do a one bucket shampoo. You know, it's never too early to get into Christmas, is it? I know, I know, it's good. I've still got the festive detailer as well with the you know cinnamon and stuff. It's delicious. Uh, Don't drink it. And uh, so, yeah, I was washing his car. I did the one bucket wash. Everything was going really well. I was really happy. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put a bit of protection on there, but it's a warm day. I'm going to do something quick. So I raked in my my shelves and looked for a, a spray and rinse product. And I found the one from Mirror Image Car Care. And I forget the name of it off the top of my head now, but... Anyway, it's a good quality product for a spray and rinse. You get really great hydrophobics. 
And then I realized after doing the whole car, spraying everything on, rinsing it off, getting lovely beading and everything, I thought, damn, I forgot to bring a drying towel. And then oh, I was no. needed elsewhere. Oh, <laughs> brother beyond. So it wasn't a hot day like it has been this week, but it was quite bright and sunny and windy. So I thought, right, I'm just going to have to park it up the side of the house and hope that I can get it into as much shade as possible. Um, the amount of shade I got was about half an inch. So um, I thought, right, you know what? It'll be fine. What am I worried about? Mm-hmm. It's, o- it's only a black car. What could, what could possibly go <laughs> I can wrong? Picture, I can picture this now. I I went out to the car because it was a warm but not hot day. It was, it was about 19, 18, 19 degrees. I, I went out to the car uh, in the evening. The sun had been covered over by cloud. It was much cooler. It was lovely. And and I just, I stepped out the house. I was going to go and give his dogs a walk. And I glanced over at the car. And I thought for a moment, someone has been at that car with something. What have they sprayed on the car? No. The watermarks on that car were yeah. insane. Yeah, absolutely not good, terrible. It mm. looked hellish. And when you rubbed it with your fingers, it wouldn't go away. No, it doesn't. It's not something that just wipes off. And I thought, Christ, what am I going to do now? Okay, right. Back to the to the back cave. I quickly drove back home and I grabbed Koch Kemi FSE. Right, finished spray exterior. It's a quick detailing spray, which has uh, the ability to break down mineralization that comes from your water. So Did it work? I spray that. Well, yes and no. The, the fact is, spraying it on, leaving it for like 10 seconds just to do its thing, and then wiping over with a microfiber, my God, what a difference it made. I mean, it lifted off all the major watermarks and everything. It was great. I was so pleased. But then I went back to look at the bonnet. And, and I've got this on my Instagram story, I think. I don't know if it's still there. But I had these, what looked like little tiny dark marks on the paint where water had been running off and nothing would remove it. So it was almost as if these streams of, of runs of water had almost been etched into the paint. Oh dear. And it was worst on the bonnet. And I have not been back to that car since uh and i'm i've been told a few people have, have said to me things like uh, an ipa ipa is really good to get rid of that i don't know for sure but obviously I, I can't tell if this is in the actual lsp or if it's in the paint if it's in the paint i'm gonna have to polish it out and that's gonna be a nightmare because it's a big black mercedes e-class huge panels the bonnet is enormous so I don't know. I, I'm going to attack it again later on with some IPA and see if I can do something to bring it out. And if it doesn't, then I'm, I'm going to have no choice but to go in there with a DA and a fine cut polish and see what I can do and try and bring it back up. I am, I'm honestly, I'm kicking myself for leaving it like that. I could have used any towel at all. I could have probably just gone into the house and yeah. grabbed a bath towel. It would have been better than leaving it the way it was. I, I'm so annoyed with myself. Yeah, they're, they're not good. I mean, even in warm panel temperatures, forget it. I would I only use them in the winter, to be honest with you. But you, yeah. if you don't get them off, I mean, we've got horrible water compared with what you've got. Um, we've got elephant piss. You've got unicorn tears, to put it bluntly. 
and it's just dreadful. I've done it numerous occasions and I haven't done it on purpose. It's just, I thought I'll get away with this. It's not that warm and God, boy, oh boy, they are hellish to get off. Dreadful. I yeah. think a, Q, a, a decent QD or a spray wax kind of, I suppose it covers it in a way. I'm not sure if it's going to remove it, but it certainly covers it or sort of dulls it down, you know. Yeah. I was just being lazy, to be perfectly honest. I was. I just well, wanted to do something quick. Yeah. What I should have done is gone and grabbed something like the Autoglim Rapid Aqua Wax, you know, spray it on, wipe it over with one panel and uh, with one towel, and you're kind of spreading it around and picking up most of the water. Second towel, dry it off and buff it up. And I and I would have left nothing on the paint, but I was being too lazy. Well, and I was too uh, lazy yeah. to go back to the house and grab a drying towel. I just I I put it off. And I should have just done Shocking. it. Shocking. In fact, <laughs> uh, look, I've been there. I've done it. I've I've done mobile work and left something at home. And I, regardless of what, how I've gone through it the night before and thought, have I got everything? And I get there and just go, oh, no, I forgot yeah. that. There's always something you're going to forget. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of gear we carry, a lot of stuff to do a car. Um, but this this leads nicely into the topic though because I I should, oh, yeah, have just, does, yeah. I should have just done it, but I put it off, and then now I'm I'm paying for it. Clearly, you Wally, I know. Right, but this is this is your baby. So let's talk about this one. Let you. This is all Paul's idea. Paul gave me this idea. No, Paul gave us this idea, and and I said go for it. This is you've clearly got a lot. You've been thinking about this a lot. So I'm going to let you run well, with that's it. Fine, so I don't think about you. anything else. <laughs> yeah, this is um, that, that, my my WhatsApp chats would. Can you, can you just do me a favor? <laughs> Introduce the topic, please, because that'll give me a platform. Okay, so the the episode topic is: don't put it off, just do it. Yes, this. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, the host of the <laughs> show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> flawless. I'm so this, here. yeah, this is something that's been winding me up, not just for weeks, for years. This is mm-hmm. years, and it's. It's something that's it actually came to light with not this actual prop, not this initial topic, but it's something that's very valuable to all of us, and it's time. And this is why things get put off. There's a multitude of things get put off. And I'm not talking about cleaning your car. I'm not talking about a maintenance wash. I'm not talking about just routine washing. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to give your car a spritz. You're going to put a wax on. Maybe you're going to put a QD on a sealant. Whatever. It's stuff that I put off, and I'm awfully guilty of this. And one of the main things I put off, and it's because of time and reasons because we're content creators and we think, well, if I do that, I should be shooting a video. So what am I talking about? Where is this going? I'm going to give you an example. Things like an interior of your car. Now, we we spoke about this in the last episode about doing interiors. Some people put it off. They don't like doing it. It goes deeper than that. I'm the owner now of a couple of wet wet and dry vac machines. Thanks to Ultimate Finish, I've got their new one, which I've been playing around with. And by the way, that video is going to be coming out some someday. And it seems like... That's definite. Yeah, definite. You <laughs> get a com- one day. Who you'll, knows? Get a, you'll get a comment and it'll be like, why don't you take the seats out of your car? And I'm thinking, it's a good that's idea. A big, but that's I really, a big job though. It's a big job. It's a big job. So yeah, I'll... I'll I'll maybe do it next week. <laughs> next next week never comes. We've got all this disposable, all this stuff at our disposal, all the equipment, 
machine polishers, cordless machine polishers, wet and dry vacuum machines, multitudes of pressure washers, towels, brushes, you name it, chemicals. There really is no excuse. The only excuse is time. And I'm guilty, and I want to know if anyone else is in the audience, and please feel free to email us or DM us on, the, DM us on our Instagrams. Of You've got all this kit sitting there, and you haven't even broken the lid on most of the stuff <laughs> because you think, oh, I've got that wax, and it's really nice, but... Oh, sod it. I'll just use this hybrid Q, you know, quick detailer. I won't bother. I'll just use a spray and rinse. I'm but so one of the, guilty of that. But the, the biggest one for me, and it, it angers me deeply, is machine polishing. Now, I love machine polishing. I've just spent a week doing it, or, well, three days. Three days in the afternoons, machine polishing. I forgot how much I absolutely adore doing machine polishing. Now, my Skoda, it's been decontaminated. It's not been clay bar. It's been chemically decontaminated. And I keep looking at it, keep looking at the roof, keep looking at the bonnet and just parks under a street light at work and I look at it and go, yeah, swells, yep, yeah, scratch on the roof. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really I really must do that. And I don't do it. So that gets put off. Now, when I had the red Fabia, that was machine polished quite a bit and I would consciously look at it and go, do you know what? Before I put any LSP on, I'm just going to quickly do these B pillars <laughs> I might as well do the A-pillars while I'm here. Do you know what? I might as well do the roof. Before I know it, I mean, I'm knee-deep. You know, I've got pads everywhere. The jet washes out. I'm washing the pads out, and I'm machining it. And this is really quite annoying to me because there's jobs I know need doing, like wheels off, things like that. And there is a reason I haven't took the wheels off the Skoda. One, they need refurbing. But the other thing is I need a torque wrench to get the darn things off. So that, you know, and these things build up and it starts getting really frustrating. Now, the, the stupid thing about it is I won't think twice about doing someone else's car. Like, it's the, so much worse, isn't it? When it's it, someone else's car versus your car. So someone else's car, they get the whole lot. And then yeah. I think, why don't I do that on my own car? Now, there is going to be people out there that maybe don't do other people's cars. They don't do YouTube and stuff like that. And they just go, yeah, mine's flawless. You know, I'm just takes the wax stock if I want. I had a DM from somebody saying, is this good enough for wax stock? I looked at it. It was like, I mean, flawless, this car. And I thought, I've got a Rupes polisher. I've got into detailing polisher. I've got a rotary. I've got these machines. There really is no excuse. You know, I've got access mm-hmm. to pads. And it, it really is quite frustrating because you, you – beat yourself up over it and it's stupid because at the end of the day it's, it's a car you know the Skoda today is covered in bug spats it hasn't been washed since Scotland but I know I've got people going in it for this wedding so I've done the interior I can't let that go that's just that's a given for me I don't like people getting in my car with any dirt at all so I, I do that so that's a little job off off the list but there I've is still got the, I've still got the old clutch in the footwell of my car <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I took this two. is the thing, though. It depends what you think about your car. Like, for me, my car is nothing more than a commuter machine. My car only, it's only there for me to get back and forth from, from work. Yeah. And I have an hour's drive each way. So, you know, I I don't care. I don't, I rarely have anyone else in the car. And if I do have them in the car, it's rarely anybody except my immediate family. So I don't care 
really what they think about my car. And I and Natalie keeps telling me, oh, you need to clean this. Oh, you need to vacuum this out. Oh, look at the state of this. And I say, I don't care. I'm literally driving it to work. I spend an hour in it in the morning, an hour in the afternoon. That's it. And I'm not looking at the inside of my car. I'm only looking out the front windscreen. So all I care about is my, my steering wheel, my dials and my windscreen. That's it. I mean, if you think about it real time, I mean, this week alone, the BMW I've spent, I suppose I've been getting up way too early. I've, I've probably got away with about four to five hours sleep a night, um, which is not good. Don't try this at not home. Not good for you. It's not good for you at all. I mean, really, I'm 23. I just look 52. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not good. But once you get into it, I don't eat. I drink when I'm out there. And I'm filming. I'm conscious of filming. I'm, I'm conscious of what I'm doing. It's a process. I'm I'm knee deep in it, and, and guys that do detailing and, and girls that do detailing will know this. Once they're in that headspace of, right, I've done that. Next, I'm going to move on to that bit, and it is a stage and a process. There is a thought process to it. I, I thought I was the only one that did that. That just drank, didn't stop to eat, just drink and keep getting on with it. Yeah, no, I thought it was no, just me. No, well, do you do it when you're filming, or do you just do it naturally when you're doing anytime, car? anytime I'm doing a car. I don't stop to do anything other than when I'm thirsty and I, I drink something and then keep going. I yeah. don't take a break. I don't stop if I'm hungry. I just I keep going. I thought it See, was just, it's funny just a me thing. Because because Boyd, BR Car Detailing does this. He's you know, he's like a stripped down racing pigeon and <laughs> you know he, and I look at him and I now I know why. Because once he's in that zone, you're not gonna keep stopping, are you? I don't mm. know what it is. I think it's a thing that you wanna see it to the end. And that's quite sad for us because I I always thought when I began my journey in detailing that every single car I owned would be really, really clean. And, and they are clean, don't get me wrong, but they'd be like swirl-free, defect-free, engine bays would be really clean. You know, and people could really listen to this, Paul, I'm thinking, Paul, you're just a lazy twat. No, I, I have a very, very busy life. And it's quite sad when you've got things like, your steam cleaner on the shelf, you think, oh, we should do my engine bay, you know. And I did do it on the, on the Fabia. But I found, being a content creator, that that takes over. And it, it's more or mm-hmm. less about other people's cars. Like I did the Volvo this was quite a while ago. And I've got a leather, that, yeah. a leather cleaner review to do. So that's going to be coming in for that. But then I've got the guy saying... Uh, bless him, Sean. He's a lovely, lovely lad. Um, he said that he's minging the whole car. He's just filthy. So that's like that's like two videos, really. It's not just a case of like get it in and forget about the interior. I've got to do the whole thing. Yeah. And then you miss opportunities to create content as well, so that you've got that falling in line as well. But I think you, we've mentioned this before on a podcast about polishing a car over a series of days, and you you can do it. I had to do it because the yeah. roof temperature on the bmw was just unacceptable it would have just trashed the pads it would have destroyed the compounds it would have dried the lubricants out and it wouldn't have worked so i've had to wait till the evenings or you know when it's really quite cool to go or out there. or you could just you know if you say gazebo a, <laughs> you you could buy a carport <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And that's another thing because we mentioned this earlier. We were talking before we came on air, and people still keep saying it. Paul, get a gazebo. And I, I had a, a video sent to me by Johnny Shield Detailing. He's got a fantastic setup over in Slough, 
an amazing garage setup. It's very well organised. It doesn't look like mine at all. <laughs> mine just looks like the it's been airdropped and then someone shut the door on it. Um, it's <laughs> mine too. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. And he's got two gazebos. Why would you? Um, you know, he's got two different sizes. And I, I did it and I was out there thinking, Paul, you've really got to... Because it was a choice between buy a new camera lens, spend an extortionate amount on a new camera body, or... Do I just get a gazebo? But I'm, what's I'm, what's funny is the gazebo probably would have been the cheapest choice. I don't know. My lens was over two hundred quid, so exactly. You know. That's exactly it. I I've got a gazebo, and I I know I still haven't used it. I haven't taken out of its packaging to be honest. Well, that did stop, buy that, one. That will stop the sun. I know. I know. It won't get any UV so damage st- on it. It won't it's, fade. It's so <laughs> stupid. Like honestly, I haven't taken it out of the box or anything. I bought it last year, I think. And and I still haven't gotten around to using it, but it, it's there just in case I want to use it. But honestly, half the time I just forget it's there, or I think to myself, "Oh no, that's just too much hassle." I should be saying, "Don't put it off, just do it." But I don't. I think to myself, "No, nah, that's no, nah, I really can't be bothered right now. That's going to take too long. I just want to get on with the job. Right, I'll so, film a shampoo video instead." <laughs> so, so I've sort of mentioned quite a bit about myself. That's unusual. Favorite topic, <laughs> um, but about putting stuff off. But what I really want to know from our listeners is things like the next step. So you you're fairly, you know, you're competent at doing pre-wash. You've got a decent pressure washer. You've gone out and bought, you know, decent buckets, decent uh, grit guards. You've got a selection of wash media with wheel brushes and all that sort of jazz. Some detailing brushes, and you've got the base chemicals. What's the next best thing? Maybe you've gone on to decontamination. So. You know, you're you're worried about it. You don't want to use things like four out movers. I can tell you, there's nothing to worry about. They do smell rather nasty. But the one that where people stop, and not everybody, you know, I'm not going to because there's a lot of people that, that do do it. Is machine polishing because they're worried. Now there's lots of people that do yeah. training on this, but to be honest, I was self-taught. I mean, I did it reverse. I taught myself on a rotary, then went to a Rupes, so a bit odd, really. Um, but. That's the next thing. And I, and I would say to anyone listening to this podcast, once you start machine polishing, that kind of is your journey to detailing. That's, the, you're, that's it. You're done. Yeah. That's, yeah. You might as well just cut your credit card up um, <laughs> because that's, that's the bit. Don't put it off. Just do it. Just try it. Go and get a scrap panel like Specky's got in his uh, Pratt Cave or do it on your car or a, a works vehicle. I mean, I practice on a works vehicle to start with just to get yeah. the, the feel of it <laughs> because you know, screw putting your own car at risk <laughs> yes we, we we have a yeah, rail I don't know if this is actually going to do I just dropped this pad 16 times I don't know if I should use it in my own car there's the works van that'll do <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we have a crew bus it looks like a DeLorean <laughs> looks like Baco fall um, no but don't put it off and things like steam cleaners get one you know that that it's not a must, I know, but get one and try it. Do, just try it. There's many people out there that haven't even done clay barring at all. I had a message from yeah. a guy in a week that I was asking about um, what to use with a clay bar. And I mentioned the fact that if you, it was actually about garage decon, uh, garage therapy decon shampoo. Garage it, decon therapy. That's it, them. Yeah, therapy decon shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. 
I had a beer about an hour and a half ago, and I'm, I'm delirious <laughs> with tiredness, and it's making me feel like, Ugh. Anyway, it might probably make more sense. Anyway, he was asking totally. about that, what to use with a clay, and I said, be very careful, because a lot of these clay bars are designed to be used with water or QDs or car shampoo in a bucket. You can soap, soap up the panel, lather it up, and away you go. Now, I used some clay bar before, and it's probably the dodgy one from eBay. Do you remember when 3M were everywhere and yes. um, a with the blue the blue very like crayon blue yeah, and, and, and stuff yeah certain unscrupulous people from overseas that make tasty food believe it <laughs> <or> that <laughs> decided to flood the market with so-called 3M dodgy knockoffs and I I bought some of these and I I spoke to a, a fellow detail and he said that they're fine Paul you'd be fine so I thought well I'll just use it, and I'll use it with, like, shampoo. So I did, and it disintegrated in my hand. It literally just fell apart, and it made this yes. god-awful mess. So be careful when you're using clay bars. Just use a quality QD or water down a QD, and you can use it as a lubricant or use a shampoo. But if it states use water only, like AM Details, use water. So that's just one thing. Don't put it off. Try it. What I will say to people if they're listening to this, if you are going to start doing clay bar and decontamination, you will have to follow up with bare minimum of a hand polish. And if you haven't got a machine polisher, you'll have to hand polish. But don't... Yeah, which is, I think that's the way most people learn though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You start with your, your hand polish, something like Autoglim Super Resin Polish, something like that, where, yeah, you, you want to get an improvement. I, I, I used to work with a guy who... Uh, you know, polished his car three to four times a year with Autoglim SRP and did it by hand. Didn't have a machine polisher, did it by hand, and his car always looked brilliant. So, arms like Popeye. Like that. <laughs> that's that's a thing, yeah. Okay, right, fine. We're, but again, you start doing things by hand and then you upgrade machines later, don't you? You know, you think to yourself, it's just like you know, a power tool, I could use a saw. And I'll be there for ages, you know, pulling and pushing the saw. Or I could go and get a reciprocating saw. I could get a jigsaw, whatever, you know. So there's always a, a power tool alternative, or there usually is, when it comes to car care. Um, although there's not one for clay. Interestingly, uh, speaking of clay, just reminded me of something. You know, we've talked about Ivan, Ivan LaCroix from DIY Detail. Yes, yes, we have. Formerly yes. of, you know, a few other companies. You know, he's got this... He sells these. He doesn't just have the YouTube channel called DIY Detail. It's he also sells products, which are the DIY Detail branded products. And I don't think they're available in the UK right now. They're definitely available in the US. He was he put up he put up a video. We've we've had issues with some of the things that that Ivan has said in the past. This is his latest one. He put up a video. It was on his TikTok, uh, and he said, "Our clay towel because I don't have a clay bar or a clay mitt. Right. Have a clay towel." Yeah. Our clay towel will not scratch a paint. Really? Go, Paul. <laughs> oh, I, oh, no. What, what do you say to that? Honestly, I read the comments. I wonder if I still have a screenshot of it. I'm going to have to go and look but this up. The whole idea behind a clay bar or a clay mitt is to lift bonded contamination that the chemicals have not lifted out. So let's just look at it. So tar, tar spots. Um, you don't want to be dragging one of those over your car, so use a, use a tar remover and then rinse it down after. But the, the biggest one is the fallout. So why would you use a fallout remover? Well, 
it bleeds out the metal contamination, the iron filings, which you can get from, if you say for argument's sake, where my car is parked, it is within the railway infrastructure. Don't worry, it's not parked on the track. It's parked near a track. So you'll mm-hmm. get brake dust from the trains, flies across the air, lands on the car, and it slowly works its way into the clear coat. You need to get rid of that because if you go on to that with a machine polisher and a pad, you'll effectively scour the clear coat and make an awful mess. And that's the whole oh, idea yes. about it. There yes. are certain things you can't get out with chemical decontamination, hence the clay bar or the clay mitt, the clay towel they've got. When you do it, get a light, get a, a, a swell spotter or a halogen light and have a look after you've clay barred a car, especially on a black car, and you'll mm-hmm. see marring. And marring is like a grey sort of opaque pattern where you've been with the clay and it's because whatever's been left in there you've picked it up with the clay but it is a is a it's an abrasive we don't mean clay like it's made like a brick but it is a, a form of an you know you're not gonna it is yeah it's 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 a rough material it's, so, but it's it, it's made slippery by your lubricant yeah. but it, it's still it feels bizarre when you first do it it's a oh, weird it feels ex- really weird it, it feels wrong you know. But it grabs stuff, and whatever it grabs, it leaves on the surface. That's the thing you've got to remember. So whatever it picks up, you're still going to be dragging that around on your paint. Yeah, you so, also got to flush it out after. You also got to flush yeah. it. You know, you know. If it's a if it's a clay mitt or a clay towel, you can flush it out. If it's a clay bar, you have to fold it and go to a clean side. Yeah, but you have to clean the surface after if we do anything else. Yeah. Don't just clay bar it and then just go straight on with your polishing. You know, rinse no, the no, car yeah, down again. What, yes, then repeat the towel drying. Yeah, mm-hmm. the towel drawing. Um. I found the comments. Right. These are great. One of them said, hell no. Uh, so he said, basically, but it's not going to damage your paint, so you don't need to worry about polishing afterwards. Oh, really? Someone says, hell no, at least a cheap polishing intended machine is a must for any sh- any polishing job. The next person said, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. My last one is my favorite. I was wondering how to scratch the paint on my car. Thanks for the information. Can't wait to ruin people's vehicles with your tip and information. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a lot like you, to be honest, Paul. That's a very you thing to say there. How dare you? Yeah. Basically, yes. Anyone will tell you who knows anything about claying. It will add some marring, which is mild damage to your paint. You want to then polish that afterwards. We have not yet found a way to fully contactlessly or chemical only decontaminate your paint no. it just it doesn't exist yet no. we I haven't th- got anything strong enough that you can spray on your car and when you rinse it off it's 100% clean back to paint the let's go back onto topic now we, that was a mm. very good subtopic by the way um, enjoyed that one uh, let's get onto things like glass coatings this is something I actually do I don't put this off so ah, but you know you see I, I'm going to argue with this one here so yes I do it more regularly now. However, that's only because I have products which are easy to use and apply. I use, and I think you as well, use Glaco. the Soft 99 Glaco. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If you haven't Glaco tr- Ultra, brilliant. Yeah. If you haven't tried Super it, easy. use it because it will save you money because it saves you money on wiper blades. And believe you me, it does because my wiper blades last a hell of a lot longer. So mm-hmm. don't put it off. It's very easy to do. You get the polish first, your abrasive. It's like a handheld sort of puck thing, isn't it? It's a very odd thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it, it's a dispenser slash applicator all in one. It makes very an awful, clever. Makes an awful mess, doesn't it? Makes a terrible mm. mess. But you, 
do it. I mean, I've got a video about it. It's very, very easy. You can search it on so, YouTube. So, so do I. So do I. You do. Search it on YouTube. <laughs> don't watch anyone else. You just watch ours. Just watch um, ours. Yes. Thank yeah, you. But, but do, you know, don't put that off. Don't be scared of that. It's something that's quite easy. There's a, it tells you the times, how long you have to leave it for. I think it's like 15 minutes, isn't it? And it looks awful when you first put it on. I looked at it and thought, oh, my God, look at that. It looks like spaghetti junction all over my windscreen. But when you buff it off, it just all comes off. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's yeah. very oh, sweet. brilliant. Very but, sweet. yes, again, it's one of those things. People just wash their car and then, ah, that's it. I mean, if you're, if you're willing to put a, a protective product on your paint, whether it's a wax or a sealant or a coating or something, why neglect your glass? If you've cleaned your glass, you might as well get a little bit of protection on there. Products like the Soft 99 Glaco are so unbelievably quick and easy to use that you really aren't going to be missing out. You're not going to think to yourself, oh, I need that. that's going to take too long. Honestly, five minutes is all it's going to take you to, to get the, the glass polished out and then get some some protectant on there, the sealant on there. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your way. But again, it's one of those things that a lot of people just don't do. A lot of people don't bother with their glass at all. They wash their car and dry it off, maybe, and then just walk away. Oh, I, no. I can't help it. I uh, have to my, go over my glass afterwards. That's my bugbear. That is. I hate having... My Skoda's minging, and I went out there today to clean my windscreen because there were so many bugs on the windscreen, and I hate it because I drive at night. And um, all you get is this horrible smidgy, you know, I don't know what it is. It's even screen wash, decent screen wash. That, that I don't know what, what they're made out of, bugs, but just, they're just resilient <laughs> to anything. What, you are, know. what are they made of? Paul's what are next they made podcast. Of? What are bugs made of? Are they made of uh, Meccano? I don't know. Connects? <laughs> Lego? They're, they're bleeding bulletproof. You know, we, we do it at work. We've got um, works fans and we've got um, chemical wet wipes you know, and they're in these big tubs. God knows what's in them. Jesus Christ, they could strip paint. And you put that on a window. you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, you pull them out, the, the, the dispenser. I mean, obviously, they've got to be fairly strong because if they could de- degrease your hands, God knows what it's going to do to glass. And literally, it's just like crystal clear. Put some mineral yeah. water on there, boop, 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 done, and, and off you go. You, you're good to go again. But, yeah, that's one of the things. Don't put off doing your glass. Please do your glass. And there's a little, little tiny little tip here when you're jet washing your car power washing it do your wiper blades it's a little tip it's nothing to do with putting things off yeah that's a good show i like that one lift your wiper blades a lot of cars have a thing called service mode you can put your wiper blades up to the middle and then turn the ignition off so you can then pull the wipers back out and then you can get to them and just blast them off it's just part of routine maintenance and the other thing got us i've got to say this because i'm so guilty of this in a, mm. every every car that's on my drive, apart from the BMW, door shuts. Oh, oh, oh! That and, that is that's my worst one. Right. I'm terrible for that. And I I do do it. I don't do it every single wash. I do do it. Do 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 it. <laughs> get the pressure washer, and if you have to do this, get underneath and get right underneath the door. Because right where that rubber is, is where you get a collection of crap. And that's where your car will rust. And that's where people shut their seatbelts in all their dresses, yeah. obviously. Do you um, know what? I, I never do my door shuts. Oh. I'm so, 
I'm so bad for it. I, I did do them recently, though, on someone else's car. One of Natalie's uh, friends, they wanted their car do- doing, so I, I did that uh, a wee while ago. And yes, I did do their door shuts, only because when, <laughs> once I had washed the car and I was doing the interior, I looked at the door shuts and I thought, I can't get away with leaving them. I just can't because the interior is going to look fantastic. The outside is going to look fantastic. And they're going to open the door shuts and go, and that's where he cut corners. (laughs) This is a classic. This is another one for everyone listening to this. Tailgate. Lift the tailgate up where your struts are. All the muck that gets around there. And the tops of your rear lights. I mean, I've done cars where the tops of the rear lights is like an inch of crud. And you've got to literally just power blast it out and jet wash it, then APC it, agitate it with a brush. And then, because clearly no one's ever done it. They've never done the door shuts, they've never done anything like that. The creases, the seams, mm. there's loads of places in the car where people f- forget. One of the biggest ones as well is the lip, the return. God, this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> the return lip on your wheel arch. The amount of times I would look at my car and go, yeah, it looks lovely, and look down and go, oh, I've missed a bit, and it's always that bit. I know it is. And if you're an owner of a classic or an older vehicle, the return fold, the 90-degree fold in the wheel arch, BMWs are awful for it. They collect uh, crud and yeah. mud, and that's how they rust inside out. Dreadful mm-hmm. design. Awful. Something else I bet nobody does, wheel arch liners. Oh, now I've, I've only just started recently doing this because I, I bought my, uh, you know, the easy bog brush. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was, and I've been using that because I haven't had a good quality brush to do that with. I literally used to use a bog brush. <laughs> like it was simply a, a white basic round bog brush, but it wasn't very used, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It was brand new. Thank oh, you, right. thank you, brand new. But I used to use that. Then I bought the 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 EZ one, the EZ, however you want to say it. And Easy. I, I, yep. it's so much better. I, it's so much better. However, when I used it on that car recently, that was a Peugeot. I realized I wasn't doing a good enough job of flushing out the arches. And this is something you might want to make sure you're doing when you're spraying your jet wash, your pressure washer up into your wheel arches, you really need to make sure you're hitting the very top of the wheel arch from as far into the arch as you can go. Like as almost as if you're spraying back into your own face, because I thought I had done it. And then I got my EZ brush out, easy brush and dunked it into my wash fluid, started rubbing all around the edges of the tires. And as I got round to the very top, I was pulling the brush towards me to to clean on the inside of that wheel arch, and I found a whole bunch of dry mud just fall right out of there. <laughs> it was like, God damn it, how much did I leave? Like half a field's worth was in there. It was ridiculous. So make sure you flush it out. When I did start flushing them out properly, my God, my driveway was full of mud. There's so much more than you think. And if you just do a quick job, you're not going to do a good job. And as Paul says, if you leave dirt in there for too long and it gets wet and it's, it holds on to that moisture, you can start to get rust from the inside of your wheel arches coming out. And it, it, it really is. It's not just a kind of, oh, I'm never going to see it. It's never going to be a problem. Uh, you will uh, if you start yeah. seeing bubbles of rust coming through. Uh, yeah, it will become a problem. The other one as well, <laughs> this is like 
when you listen to this, it's, this is all stuff this I've done. This is a confessional. This is what yeah, this is. This, this is, is all stuff I've done. So, and I know a lot of people out there are going to say, say the same thing, right? You've done your car, you've done your, you've done the front grill, and you get around, you've done all the bug splats and everything else. <laughs> At what stage do people lift the bonnet and do the top of the front grill? You know, so on mine, that most of the modern cars have a, like a chrome surround, don't they? There's nothing worse. Then you do the front grill, and then you flick the bonnet, and you've got this thick layer of grime on the top. I do mine every now and again. So what I do is I get um, a water spot remover, the the car chem one, and I do that. And because that's a, that's another thing as well, which I'll talk about in in a moment. But definitely the top part of the grill and down the sides of the bonnet. Don't go do engine bays just yet. That's a topic for another another show. But definitely the top part of the grill because. As you go up to it, you'll look at the front and then if you're really anal and look in the gap in the bonnet like me, it'll just mm. look a little awful. BMWs are terrible for it because they've got that famous front grille. But the other thing brings me on to is badges. Now, this happens every now and again. I'll look at the, my tailgate. So I've got a Skoda badge and then I've got the um, what's your one? The Green Line badge and then I've got the Rapid badge, and, yeah, which it was. What happens is... <laughs> Even though, Not anymore with three cylinders. No, it's on, it's on four. Um, well, obviously I did a video, so I got to pay a million pounds for that, so I can afford it. Ah, ah, yes, of course. Well Easily. Um, <laughs> so what happens is, on a white car, you get like a yellowing effect, and it's the grime build-up within the, the badges, the back of the badges. Now, drastic measures, you can take cotton and heat gun, take the badges off and machine polish it, yada, yada, yada. But for routine maintenance, get yourself a water spot remover and a strong APC, and that will get rid of all that crustiness and the harsh nastiness around the badges, especially with raised emblems. It's easy for me to say. And, <laughs> and go around your, what? Yeah, Did you just go, call them emblems? Oh, I don't know. And go around your badges. Here's another one for you. I've never done this. <laughs> this my, is great. This my, is this is all stuff. You realize you're just ruining for ruining it for the rest of us. We can't hold you to this anymore because you're you're literally spilling your own beans. Well, Go no, on. but I'm telling you things I've might have missed, but I do. So I've I've remedied all this. <laughs> I'm I'm greater than thou than these days. <laughs> One of these other ones is really daft. No matter how much APC, TFR, snow foam you put in your car, I guarantee mm-hmm. you that it won't get rid of this. Number plate lights. On a hatchback, I guarantee. You yes, go I've and- never used one of those and got managed to get rid of the number plate lights. No, the dirt around them—they're <laughs> black. I don't know what it is. It's, it just won't come off. It's like, no, I'm not coming off. Pre-wash, don't care. Battery acid, try that. No, seriously, that bit. I've never, I li- I've I, never I, really paid enough attention. Yeah, so you to go like to lift the tailgate, and the tailgate looks great on the on the surface. It looks fantastic, and just around those number plate lights where you're your actual hand goes into the handle, it's just all grimy. So it's, I think it's a Skoda thing or hatchback mm. thing. So there's this, you get to know your car. Everyone gets to know their car. They know where the dirt lies and know the bits they're going to have to do. There's certain other bits, and this is a this is a good one, this. So where your bumper is, you do the sides of the bumper, and you, you think you've got right underneath, there's always that last bit, that tar spot, or that, that, that little bit of stubborn crap right on the bottom. And yeah. even though you've done that with your wash mitt and then you've gone back in for a rinse, you think you've got it all. There's always a there's always something sitting there, and I guarantee you'll have to hit it again with some APC. Yeah, I, there's always that tar spot that I have to pick mm. off with my nail. 
Oh well, that's a, yeah, that's a pro tip for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. how you pick off. Get rid of your tar spots. Pick them off with your nail. Don't okay. do that. No. So I guess, I guess what that. we're saying is, if you build yourself like a routine maintenance plan, so when I do the Skoda, I will go through some some sort of stages, and I'll think, right, well, I'll do a decon this week, and then I'll top up the LSP regardless because I'm always testing stuff, and it will get to a point. I think enough's enough. I'm gonna have to machine polish this blooming thing and take some time off work to do it. But it doesn't have to be like that because you can maybe do like the roof one day and then the bonnet and then just slowly work your way through it. Yeah. And the yeah. only downside is, like you said at the beginning of the show, we run daily cars. These aren't garage queens. These aren't separate cars. You drive the damn thing. So that, that's, that's the bit... thing. I, I think if I owned a second car as like a, a weekend fun car, let's It would look say... just the same as your other one. <laughs> How rude. I was going to say, if I had a Capri sitting in the driveway, it was my weekend car, you can be damn sure I would be paying much more attention to the cleaning of that than I would for my daily. If if that, no, I, I can't imagine not doing it. Here's, here's a little one for you. I do my door cards on my interior because sometimes they get a bit mucky, but I don't do inside the pockets. You don't clean the bins. Nope. <laughs> in other words, you don't empty your bins. Um, I don't put that much. I don't. Monger. I don't put that much in them. But I just, if I take the rubbish out, I don't empty them, and then spray some APC in there and throw around a, a you know, a, a long handled brush or something. I don't. I don't clean them. I just throw out some rubbish and then throw my torch and little bits and pieces back in there again. See, that's it's funny because. They're made, they're made for storage, and my pet hate is having stuff in my door bins. <laughs> so, because I'll tell you why, because it, it rattles, and there's always like well, that's because you put too many cans of beer in there. <laughs> there's, a, there's always like um, I don't know some loose change in the passenger one. Why? Why is there change? You've got pockets for change. You've got pockets for your money. Don't. Why would you put your money loose in the car? Natalie does this all the time, and it winds me up. We're pe- driving down. We're driving down a country lane, and all you hear is ching, 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 ching. Why? You've got pockets. You've got a purse. The why would you reason, have loose change in your car? I can think of having loose change is for the penny arcade. Nobody uses loose change anymore. But you go. Nobody to the goes shops. to the penny arcade, and the penny arcade doesn't cost a penny anymore. So what are you talking about? Two P's, 10 P's, that sort of thing. No, exactly. You don't. That's not what you do. So why would you have loose change? Why would you take loose change and go, thanks, mate. You know where I'm going to throw it? Just right in the center console over here. Just just throw a random, just just chuck it there. I'm not going to care about the fact that that's going to rattle. I'm not the person that just said I don't like things rattling in my door cards. And now I've got loose change in the car. Are you serious? Do you know the biggest disappointment for people when they go to find some loose change? Or perhaps a surprise, they go into the glove box and they find that tin of boiled sweets and open it. It's full. Of, <laughs> it's, full of, it's not full of loose change. It's, it's full of pesetas from you know 1995's holiday. <laughs> you forgot to take them to the bank. They don't change them up anyway. Well, it's full of euros, isn't it? That's the worst oh, thing. Emer- God, yeah. Slightly sidetracked here. One thing mm. I do do in my car: keep an emergency pound. I really wondered what you were going to say there. No, you, I thought you were going to, to say emergency pants. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I genuinely I, thought I, I, I keep them in the glove box next to the microfibers. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, wrong one. 
He-Man or a wash. No, that's not, that's not a microfiber. Um, that one's still got a map on it. <laughs> yeah. no, you, you have to keep an emergency pound. You know what for? Shopping uh, trolleys. I guarantee you. It's happened to me numerous times. I don't times. remember the last time I went somewhere where I needed a pound for a shopping trolley. Oh, you're posh. You go to Morrison's, don't you? I forgot. Yeah. You don't, no, go, to, you don't no, go to Lidl's, third world it's shops. It's because they like, know like, that we don't, have, <laughs> we don't have money up here in Scotland. So you think we've got enough of, to put a pound in a, in a trolley? I could use that pound to buy something in the shop in Lidl or Aldi. But no, you want me to put it in the trolley so I can't spend it. Oh dear! I think I, I think I put it on my I think I put it on my Instagram story when <laughs> it's a true story. This I took a picture of it and someone didn't have a pound for a trolley, so they jammed two fifty p's in it and think it would work. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was two fifty p's. That's a quid. That'll do. <laughs> It's like the trolley hasn't got like an ECU in it. It hasn't got like a brain. It's just going to give you change and a receipt. And I well, looked I, and I why thought... Why can't we have contactless trolleys where you just hold your card against it and then it gives you the quid back afterwards? Oh, I did laugh. That's, anyway, we're getting right off topic here. So, yeah, stuff that... Always another one as well. But this, oh, I'm, not, I'm not guilty of this, but this is something I know people don't do. Tire dressings. Feels like you're going to throw some shade here. Uh, some, yeah, some tire dressings. Mm-hmm. So you've been out there all day and you think, right, oh, I'll just put it back on the drive now. Oh, no, I forgot to do my tire dressing. How many people get in the car, put the tire dressing on first, roll the car back. I do this because it's my bugbear and I'll roll the car back and I do the top bit, the bit that misses. Now, people are going to be why sh- I, Do you know why I don't do that? Go on. I have rim mats. I'm going to come to that. Right, <laughs> I'm going to come to that because I've been using rim mats for a very long time until this week, and the only reason I didn't use rim mats is because I polished the wheels weeks ago. I didn't actually do the wheels on this car; I dressed the tires, so I didn't need. Don't the... put it off; just do it. Exactly. This is your episode. You should I have been know... doing it. Look, this this is not an excuse. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sounds a lot like an excuse, though. Well, it is. Um, but yeah, I didn't use them right. It was actually, I got the car off the drive. There was no need to put, put the car back on rim mats cause I wasn't going to do the full wheel, but I do show me dressing the tires. But yeah, usually in fact, ever since I've had those rim mats, I have used them every single time I've watched, a, I've washed a vehicle on our drive. And that is true because they are very, very good regardless of what people say. I know they're expensive, but they are. Good. I love them. I love them. They're great. Yeah, I've got. A, I've got a funny wee story about the rim mats here. Um, before we finish, um, that car, that Peugeot that I did recently for Natalie's friend. It's Peugeot, by the way. No, it's we. I had this. Who did I have this conversation with? It was someone else recently. Um, about this, yeah, Peugeot. Shut up. It's. it's it doesn't. Peugeot doesn't have an R in it. Peugeot. <laughs> Shut up. Um, right. So this Peugeot that I was working on. Um, I put it up on the rim mats. I did all the the stuff. I sent her a text and said, that's a car. I'm just finishing up now. You can come back and pick it up. So I was walking around the car and I was putting dressing on the tires uh, before she was going to leave. And she looked at the rim mats and she goes, oh, is that going to be a problem there? I says, no, no, just drive off. Just literally just drive straight forward. So she's got this diesel Peugeot and um, my driveway it it's on a slope. Um, oh, that's why you put yours on different to mine, don't you? Because you yes you yeah I did wonder that. I, I, thought, I put well, I put the stoppers at the back. Yeah, that's fair. So enough. that I you know because yeah. I I roll backwards onto them. So if you want to do I, it wrong, then do it wrong. Just carry well, on. Well, shut your face, whatever. It's not wrong. It's just different. It is because um, the hose goes around that bit. 
Exactly. The hose goes around the back wheels, which is closest to the garage. The hose goes around there. Oh, sorry. I thought you put them around the back on the front. Yeah, sorry. No, I, put them, I put them on the back. Back wheels. So, right. Anyway, yeah, apart from that, shut if up. There is one. I'm trying to get there. Jesus Christ. Right. So, I'd, the car was on there and I said, no, no, it's it's fine. It's on, The car was on a slope. So, the, the driveway leading from my garage door, it goes up. Not a stupid steep slope, but steep enough. And um, my driveway is lock block. The rim mats are made of a relatively hard, shiny plastic. Um, and I've never really thought about it as an issue before because generally speaking, it's, I've, I pull away quite gently. This person didn't pull away quite so, <laughs> quite so gently. So, so as she kind of built the revs, she then sort of dumped the clutch, which chucked the front rim mats backwards to hit them off of the back ones at the back tires before she pulled away and then went, oh, was that me? <laughs> oh my God. She like, literally did a wheel spin on on the rim mats. Then as soon as they shot out, her tires got grip and she launched out the driveway. <laughs> Smooth. Be very careful when you're pulling away on rim mats. Remember when I did the Yaris? I went for the revisit of the Yaris. Yep. Uh, I left them underneath the car there, and my mate Dunk, he he had to pull his car out of the way so that he could let the other Yaris that was in the garage, he was was doing some work on that, he had to let him out. And I forgot the rim mats were under there, and he had to steer before he could pull away to get around my car that was parked. So what did he do? He just immediately started steering, and all you heard was the rim mats on the the concrete underneath going... And he just, he looked up at me like, oh shit, what did I just do? And I was like, it's fine, just carry on. <laughs> it's fine, they're so, only £50 a set, don't worry. I, I know, well, I mean, okay, I, I got them on the Father's Day deal. Or, no, it was Black Friday or something, so I got them for like 40 something. But still, it's a lot of money. Um, but they're still in, in good condition, they're still fine. So yeah, happiness. they are very good. Anything else you want to cover tonight before we uh, say cheerio? Or have we, have we no, I mean, don't think badly of me and Specky. <laughs> this is this is it's done for a reason because it's stuff that we've experienced and stuff yes. that does go on. And we would love to do full details on our cars and have mo- you know way more time to create content. And we we both work full time, and Specky takes a lot of time to do the podcast. I just turn up just to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And um, as you well know, but no, we are very grateful for everyone that keeps listening to us. And please get in touch with us. Um, yes, and, and you know, send us some DMs on Instagram if you've got you know stories to tell. Because we we always remember we read them out and we read them out in the next show because um, not everybody's perfect, and we're not we're just enthusiasts. We're not pros. Yeah, we do cars and that, and we shoot content, but we're by anywhere means you know means perfect. But this is just stuff that we've picked up on. Don't put things off. Just do them because, you know, it. it's fantastic, this hobby, and we absolutely love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. If you've got ideas, if you've got things that you've, you've, you want to perhaps confess, we use it as a bit of a confessional. If you want to confess some of the things that you don't do that you should do or things that you do do that you shouldn't do, 
uh, all these kind of things or anything else in between, anything else you want us to talk about, anything at all, please do get in touch with us. You can reach us on our personal Instagrams or you can email us Specky and Paul Talk Detailing, all one word, at gmail.com. We would love to get any feedback from you guys, anything that you've done. Uh, we'd love to have a laugh at it. Um, I think that's everything, Paul. I think we're going to say cheerio now. I really want to go and uh, run into a cold shower because it's now 31 degrees in here. Oh, is it? Dying. Oh, it's, yes. it's quite nice in there. It's a nice sea breeze. It's lovely. Oh, shut your face. All right. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. Hope you've enjoyed listening at home. Uh, enjoy the next episode, whatever that's going to be. We haven't got any plans for it, but if you want to give us some plans, we'll happily listen. In the meantime, though, I've been Specky. I've been Paul. Thanks very much for listening. We love you. Let's take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.